64-bit legend. Welcome. Legend of the game like GoldenEye, I'm more than right. Yeah. The perfect dart is dreams that seem to come to life. 64-bit, the shit, it's as real as it yeah. gets. We can yeah. talk sports, games, and music, take your pay. With the news, pull up and crack a brew. Smoke one with the crew, tune in and take a view. Watch. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the 64-Bit Legends. I am the best in the business, Bobby Caboose, as always, looking for the hot tag. He's taking a sip of water right now, or a flavored drink a can, out of a can. Hot tag, hot tag. Melvin Troy. Hot tag. Oh my goodness! Hot tagging with the uh, what is that? <laughs> so this Kirkland? is a, all no. This is Aldi seltzer because it was cheap, okay. and I just wanted to have a little. I like a little bubbles in my water. But did you get your quarterback by uh, bringing the cart back? Absolutely. All right. I just actually, making sure. I actually don't mind the put a quarter in to borrow a cart thing. Because I always know I can find a cart. Yeah. You know? As long as I have a quarter. Yeah. Now, if, if sometimes, you know, in a digital world that we live in now, you don't always have change on Oh, you hand. can't phone tap for the quarter? No, you actually still have to have a legitimate <laughs> quarter. If you don't have a quarter, you got to fuck off. See, I'm, ass- I'm assuming, you remember those, like, penny horses for yeah, the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you can tap your phone for a penny now. No, no, it's still the original penny. I seen it at Meyer. It's a horse for a penny. Yeah. And you got to have an actual penny, or you ain't getting shit. Man. They're just gonna shut you down. I wonder if you could sneak in a different coin in there. Like, I mean, you'd be paying more, but what if you didn't have a penny and you'd like use, try to use a nickel, like a Canadian penny or something? Well, yeah, or like a nickel. Well, I don't think the slot's big enough for a nickel. Okay. Maybe a dime, but then you're spending spending ten times the amount. Maybe it'll give you ten rides. Maybe it no- knows. If it does, that'd be very smart. That would Your be, kids on there for an hour. Yeah, like, God damn it. Horse riding technology will have gone to the next level once they can decide whether that whether they'll take a dime and give yeah. you ten rides. Anyway, it's it's been a <laughs> it's been a few weeks since we recorded. Yeah, um, we recorded a, a two parter with uh, with Cowabunga. Yep. Um, and now we're back. We're in, like we just discussed. We're not sure which order the episodes are going to come out, depending on how this episode goes. Well, they'll know by but, the time they hear it, right? So they'll be. It'll work itself. Spoiler. Out. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> um, but <clears throat> first things first. Something happened to me last night. We, okay. you know, we are the sixty-four bit legends. Sure. So that's based off of you know Nintendo sixty-four games, and we claim to be the legends of them, right? Yeah. So I just want to say that. I expanded my legendary status into a PlayStation 5 game last night. Okay. And I have a little bit of a question for you as well. Um, because I got super excited from doing this. And like um, I was kind of going to ask you if you've ever gotten um, pretty excited about accomplishing something in a video game that may have taken you a while or... Mm-hmm. You know, whatnot, because, you know, I, I usually play sports games, you know, so it is sports related. But I, uh, I've i been playing MLB The Show. MLB The Show and Madden are like the two games I get every year. Every, usually I'll throw in like a GTA or a Red Dead when it comes out, whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, last night on MLB The Show, I threw a perfect game. Okay. Not a perfect game, a no hitter. I'm sorry, no hitter. I walked one guy. But the thing that was special about it was I did it on the hardest difficulty possible. Oh, really? I was on Legend Plus as the difficulty is because that game is actually pretty cool. It like, um, it's the difficulty is called like dynamic. So like, depending on how good you do is how good the or how hard the difficulty is. Oh, okay. So it, it uh, adjusts to your game. 
So I was um, on Legend Plus, and I threw a no hitter, and I was pretty damn proud of myself, and I pretty like got pretty excited. I mean, I, it was you know I, I was on an edible as well, so maybe the excitement was a little bit over the top, but um, I feel like I accomplished something last night. Um, I probably only threw like out of the years and years and years of playing the different video games throughout the years. Um, I probably have only thrown like five no hitters, but this one. I was like, man, this one was on the hardest difficulty possible. And I don't know if I'm a nerd by being excited about that. And I even posted it on my Instagram because I'm like, fuck yeah, dude. Like, I I did this. No, honestly, um, there are things I I get that feeling from. Uh, I I don't play sports games, but I do a lot of, like, um, narrative-driven ones or they're, like, open-world games. So. There's, like, uh, one that I go back to the well on is, like, Doom or Doom Eternal. Like, I always like to just up the difficulty a little mm-hmm. bit more, a little bit more. I'm not amazing at it, but I get better each time. Right. So I like the ability to be, like, to be like, oh, did I did I survive, like, this level without dying or right. something? Or was I able to, you know, get through this round of this? You know, I just get, like, super focused in on it. Um, I play Fortnite a little bit. And there's been a few times, like, I'll go through spurts. Mm-hmm. I'll play it for, like, a week, and then I'll put it down. Right. And usually at some point, there was one time, nah, probably three times, that I actually came out number one. Now, the way that... The one, I I think I was here when you did it, the one time. It might have been, When we yeah. were on stream, I believe. Maybe. that might There might have been one. Um, But it's like, because you got to survive, right? Yeah. You got to be the like, last man standing out of 100. And it's happened a few times, and you're like, is I, I normally... I can I can usually get to like top ten. Yeah. Um, and that's usually when it gets a little tricky. Um, but but yeah, that was that was like the thing of like the few times that happened, I was like, Oh man, that's great. And then I get addicted and I want to play, and then the yeah. next time I play it, I'm fucking terrible. Right. Which I, I'm curious if it does a dynamic matchmaking of like, okay, so all these people tend to like rank here. So right. let's put those people in a room yeah. and blah blah blah. Yeah, I would I would think like if you if you were continuously in the top ten that they would put you in like a yeah. uh, more skilled yeah pool of people. That's what I think because I know they do that with Call of Duty games now. It's it's like it's actually a bit of a controversy. They call it skill based matchmaking. Mm-hmm. So uh, in the Call of Duty scene, it's it was very popular for really good players to go in and just wipe everybody. Right, and that's where people get pissed though. Like newbies like myself. That's why I never played those games. Because I remember the first, exactly. I played the the original, one of the original Call of Duties, like Modern Warfare, whatever the big one was back mm-hmm. in the day, on Xbox 360, and I went to play online, and I lasted like two seconds. Right. And I was like, fuck this, this is stupid. Like, I, I this is so unbelievably difficult, like, I don't even want to touch this. Right. So that's what their solution was, like, oh, just do a skill-based matchmaking, but now people are upset. The, the good players are upset, because now they actually have yeah. to play each other. But, um... Yeah, it's like that, or like uh, if I play <clears throat> like a, a story-driven, like uh, open-world type thing where I'll sink like 100 hours in, mm-hmm. and I'll be able to like, you know, grind to the level that I want to get at, or I can like get all the achievements that I want, but th- that takes a while. Like that'll right. take, I can sink like 100 hours yeah. in something. See, like with this, like with uh, the MLB The Show and Madden, I never play online. And so I have no idea how good my skill set is compared to other people. Yeah. But I dominate the computer on both games on mm-hmm. the hardest level. So I'm like, okay, I gotta be pretty damn good yeah. for that. So like I'm I'm curious like if I would go online if I could uh um be pretty pretty high ranked up there, especially on the baseball game. 
Yeah. Um, I do the same thing in um, um, Pokemon, where I'll play that like when I'm bored, mm-hmm. and because it's just mindless. Right. You just it, it's just the same yeah. thing over and over and over again. And so I will become unstoppable. Like mm-hmm. it's real easy in that game where you get a couple whatever your Pokemon are, and then you just level them up, and then you kick every every trainer's ass yeah. you come across in the game. It wasn't until I started playing people online that I realized, like, oh, you don't just want, like, the strongest attacks all the time. Like, there's a strategy to this <laughs> that I'm not aware of. Right. And then I was getting destroyed by, like, 10-year-olds. <laughs> That's how I feel. Like, I'm like, man, I'm, like, this good at this game, and then once I fucking get on, like, actually online, I'm going to get destroyed by, like you said, a 10-year-old that's talking shit over the microphone. Yeah. But, uh, but that yeah, there's like I, a lot of times though I play games and I just like the busyness of it. I yeah. like to just I like to just zone out. Same. And I'll just put something on like a YouTube video or something in the background, and then that that's just me just like turning my brain off. Right. For a while. Yeah. I'll usually have like my uh, AirPods in and listen to a podcast or something while I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, since I don't have the three TV set up anymore. Yeah. Well, you can always One day. get it back. One yeah. day. There's always. Um. But um. There was, yeah, that's. <laughs> there was well, there was something else you were, you had told me. So you had a, that was your big nerd question. Yeah, you told me I was like, oh, I don't know. Yes. So what was the there was there was something else you'd mentioned because you just got back from Vegas. Yeah, I got I just got back from Vegas yeah. uh, a little over a week ago. Um, Vegas has changed, man. Has it, it really has. Um, the well, so I went from I left on Easter Day, right? So mm. Sunday, and I came back Friday. So I was there during the week. So like, mm-hmm. you know, you kind of get. I'm I'm guessing you get a little bit of a different dynamic because it's during the week instead of the weekend. Yeah. Because even like Thursday, like I hadn't seen like one group of girls until Thursday because mm. they probably came in for the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little disappointing. Um, but the weird thing is, was there was so many kids. Really. And I was like shocked by it. Um. The last time I went to Vegas was probably it was pre pandemic. Um, but I probably saw like two kids the whole week there. Yeah. This was like, dude, you would see kids roaming around, like twelve, thirteen year old kids roaming around the casino in like two twelve two in the morning. Really? Just running around and shit. Like like not obviously in the, yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're not walking through uh aisles of uh slot machines and seeing them, but like on the outskirts of the casino and i'm like dude where are your parents and why are you here and like the weird thing is is like okay so you know we went a little backstory we went for my uh an early birthday present for my dad he's turning 70 next month so he's never been to vegas so we took him to vegas there was about 12 of us that went right so um we're uh we went down to fremont street which is old vegas which Mm -hmm. like you know if you've ever been to vegas like Old Vegas is basically every movie that's placed in Vegas usually just shows old Vegas because yeah. it's, it's more, I guess, photogenic and it's all at, on one little part of the street, right? Right, right, right. Um, and they got like more of the f- famous signs and shit like that down there. Um, anyway, so we're walking down there, and and that by the way, now if I ever go to Vegas, I'll stay downtown on Fremont Street because. The strip is a little overrated now. We're getting a little older. Mm-hmm. Fremont Street is a fucking party. Mm. You could just walk out there like at night and like there's bands, there's DJs, like there's the uh street performers, all that shit. And like you can kind of just have a drink and just chill. Yeah. And watch the laser light show and shit like that. 
well, we're sitting there and, uh, you know, we're just vibing, drinking. And um, there was this uh, lady that was dressed up as Nun Man. Hmm. Um, or, or just a nun. <laughs> no, um, no, she was, she was cosplaying as Nun Man. Yeah, she was cosplaying as <laughs> Nun Man. Uh, but her tits were out. Okay. And she had like the, uh, like the black electrical tape or whatever they put okay. on their nipples, you know, like yeah. in an X. I don't know what kind of tape that is. But like electrical tape, yeah. yeah. So she's got the X's over her nipples. And we're and she's got a whip, right? Huh, so she's okay. she's one of the street performers that like you know you take pictures of with or whatever. So we're you know we're kind of based like kind of by her, and we see this fucking family walk by, and there was like this ten year old kid <laughs> walking past her, and like he did like one of the, like the like didn't move his head was like straight forward, but did like one of the side eyes just staring <laughs> at her, and like I I had mentioned it to T on the last episode of uh, Legends Layover. And, uh, you know, he's like, man, he goes, if I'm a 10 year old kid and my parents decide me to bring me to Vegas, I'm looking at the tits if they're out. Like, that's your fault for. Br-. But it was so funny because it looked like he was going to get in trouble for looking. And I'm like, why are you bringing your kids here? Like, um, it's Sin City for a reason. And, no, and it's like now it's like legit, like super family friendly. And I don't know. It's Vegas is it has to be catering to families because yeah. there wouldn't be that many kids there if they weren't. That happened in the 90s because when I, I went as a kid to Vegas, very first time, mm-hmm. I was um, probably about nine, ten years old. Not nah, probably like nine. And um, I, uh, but back then, yeah, it was, it was very, they there was a element that was to be catered to kids because I went with my dad and aunt and an uncle and, and they're not gamblers. Right. They're not. They're not there to gamble. They like to go sightseeing. Yeah, it's a. It's. It's not a very expensive trip. Right. You know, we went. We were there for a week. We. We. we you know, we checked out some of the big attraction casinos. You know, like <clears throat> there's um. I think it's the Mirage at the time had the tiger. You know the. The two who were the two gay guys with the tigers, uh, Freeman and Roy, or whatever, yeah, Sigmund yeah. F- or whatever, Siegfried Sig- 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 and Roy, yeah. yeah, like shit like that. And they had like a little mini zoo at the time, and 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 at that time in the 90s, it was a ton of video games. Like, I'll never forget when I went, and I may have mentioned this before, but I remember <clears throat> I think it was like MGM. Had this huge arcade layout for yeah, kids. Yeah, they, they still have an arcade where we stayed. Had an arcade. I didn't check it out, but, but um, it was like at the time it was super cutting edge because it was before there was games like uh, Daytona USA and Virtua Fighter. It was like the three D rendered stuff yeah. was new, and you know this you couldn't. This was something that you could not get on a home console right. this was before PlayStation was even a thing. I mean, I'm assuming that they had like um, there used to be a. Uh, uh, an arcade at Great Lakes Crossing called GameWorks. Yeah. And they used to have, like, eight legit cars that you could yeah, get yeah, yeah. in, yep. and, like, the car would move, and it was a racing game, and you would be racing against the other eight people. Yep. And I'm assuming they'd have shit like that there. Yeah, that was, that, that was like, Daytona USA was yeah. like that back in the day. It was, like, a, a, a more, obviously, a more simplified, because it was the 90s. Right. It was a version of that. And I just remember, like, there was just a ton of... Uh, Stuff, stuff like that, and you know, little, you know, the like even like the dinners set up. Of course, you have like specialized buffets, mm-hmm. and yeah, it was just really interesting. And we, you know, we would go to like the Planet Hollywood because that was new at the time. Yeah, that was like a big thing. Yeah, because the there was the Aladdin, and then it changed to Planet Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. In Planet Hollywood, the big deal, especially back then. Again, this is early '90s. You know, that was with it was a conglomerate project where it was like Sylvester Stallone and like. 
Schwarzenegger, like all the big movie stars, Bruce Willis would go there. Mm-hmm. Or you know, when they opened it, yeah. and that was the idea. It's like all these all these movie stars are part of this. Nowadays, you go to Planet Hollywood, it's kind of fucking run down. Actually, Planet Hollywood is pretty cool. Is it? Yeah, because they have uh, they have what they call the pleasure pit. Really? Um, and they're one of the only casinos, well, not only casinos, but uh, they spe- like have a special area where like the chicks will dance on tables like in lingerie. Oh, really? Uh, not like full like thong and shit, but like booty shorts or whatever. And they play like good music. Like they'll play like shit we like. Mm-hmm. And um, like it's like a vibe. But. The problem is, is like the blackjack tables may not pay out as much as like like so. Oh, so they got like a full on casino now. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, they're they have a whole casino and uh, and hotel. That's what I'm saying. Like it used to oh. be the Aladdin, and they yeah. changed it to Planet Hollywood. Because yeah, back when I went, it was just a restaurant. Okay, so yeah, it, it was more like so a Hard Rock Cafe, but that, for movies. That makes more sense because it yeah. changed over to the Planet Aladdin changed over to the Planet Hollywood in the early 2000s. Mm. So. Um, that was probably after I was there the last time. Yeah. So they, yeah, they have this thing called the pleasure pit, but like they're like the blackjack, for example, like usually it pays three to two. Uh, there's play, like in the pleasure pit, it would pay like six to five. So you mm. would get less money, but you're paying pretty much for the entertainment right. because they have, like I said, they have good music, like blasting and yeah. the girls and everything's like pink and black and shit. And it's it, it's a cool vibe, but yeah. Like, yeah, like it's 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 pretty cool, but like I, I just was so surprised about like the kids, like the amount of kids, like around. Like we went to we got a cabana um, at the pool at MGM. My brother was staying at MGM, and I, mm-hmm. we were staying at New York, New York. So we went to the pool at MGM because they got the Lazy River and shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it was eighty percent kids. I mean, yeah. I kind of expect that at the pool, right? Right. But right. like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. That I mean, that was I remember as a kid. That was something. It was a. For the amount of time we were there, we did some sightseeing, like Hoover Dam is drivable. We saw Grand Canyon, that's drivable, you know, to get to. Yeah. It was a bit of a ride, but we, we were able to get there, and um, we saw, like, the like the Red Rocks or something like that, where there's all these, it's like the little mountain formation. Derek, Derek lives two minutes from there. He, his oh, really? backyard is the Red Rocks. Oh, okay, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, actually, because uh, uh, my buddy Jason, who went with us, um, yeah. he went a couple days early, and he stayed at the Red Rocks, and, like... Um, Derek was actually surprised because I guess that's like more of like a local spot, and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know about it. But he's like, it's way better than Vegas. Like, yeah. it's way better than like the Strip. It's about twenty five minutes outside of it. Yeah, yeah. So we did, like did stuff like that, and then yeah, the, the pool. There was an arcade in the pool for the yeah. most part, other than just like, again, I'm fucking nine years old, and I'm just looking at like, you know. The oh yeah, we go to the old Strip, and I see all the lights and everything. Yeah. And to, and to, to a kid, that's like craziness. And, um, you know, so I, that there was kind of like a, uh, a thing to that. And I think, I think it's, they go through phases and they do that because there's different demographics. Like when young people aren't spending money to go on Vegas trips, you got to make it family friendly. Like, I think there was a number of years, it was pretty common. I always hear about people doing it. I just never – I've never been to Vegas, by the way, as a 21-plus-year-old adult. Like, I've always been underage. I know. We are trying to bring you. I know. Unfortunately – now, I may have another opportunity to go uh, in October. Uh, TwitchCon apparently is down there, and uh, I'm in talks to maybe go do that. I don't know. It's not worked out, and i gotta, I got to stash some money aside. But, yeah. Um, so there might be might be an opportunity. But uh, – what was it? It's – 
I was gonna say. Um, oh yeah, so yeah, it's got to go. It goes through cycles. Where I remember um, when Colin was living out there, or he was staying. Mm-hmm. I think he was staying out there, or someone was staying out there. Somebody knew. No, I don't think he was staying out there. I think someone Scott. else. Scott. Scott might have been out there. But apparently there was like during when the Hangover movies were still coming out. Yeah. There was like a problem where people were like. Trying to do stupid shit. Yeah. Like the cops were getting pissed because yeah. it's like everyone sees this movie and they're like, oh, it's great. We'll just come here and just get completely fucking shit faced and yeah. become disasters. Um. Yeah, like I, I've seen memes over the years, you know, and like it'll be either like a group of four girls or a group of four guys, like in the picture, and they'll be like, "Oh, going to Vegas!" Like they've, you know, Vegas ain't ready for us, and like then it'll be like, "Yeah, Vegas hasn't seen like four drunk bitches before," <laughs> like, yeah. you know, like, and um, you know, the, some of the people I went with, uh, they've never been to Vegas, and like I'm like, dude, like, don't, don't expect to like it to be like like the Hangover, like. I I go there, you know, I like to gamble, but like a lot of times the gambling is just to pass time because there like sometimes there isn't much to do. Like yeah. if you're waiting for a show or if like say it's cloudy outside and you can't go, you know, you don't want to go to the pool or something. Mm-hmm. Not like besides like you said sightseeing and like walking around and seeing like the different casinos and the different layouts like there isn't much to do. That's why I kind of like Fremont Street because you don't have to have anything to do. You right. can just go outside onto the onto the street, right. and there's shit going on. People are partying. You got the fucking uh, the street performers, like really good DJs, bands, shit like that. There's always just something that you can vibe to. Um, but like even with. Um, the Mexican slaps, you know, the <laughs> yeah. fucking With the, the cards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, one co- year, I last time I went, I tried to collect as many as I could just to get a variety. So they used to, they like they had the full nude girls on there. Yeah, yeah. Now the girls are on there, but they're censored. They have like oh, shit. Oh, really? Yeah. They're, they're like they have like blur spots and shit. Like that's probably because yeah, they're getting more families. I'm like, and, and they're not just laying all over the street. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like last time I went, like dude, like you could like go to a gutter and fucking like scoop <laughs> up like 70 of them yeah i tried to, i remember i was like 19 and i was like trying to collect them like uh baseball cards i was like let me just see how many i can get You're like oh like, i got three deborahs <laughs> yeah. and two brooks but i really like that jessica i'll trade you two yeah no i think uh well there's that and then i think of, of course then there's like uh uh, prostitution, I know, is like I guess it's only le- technically legal outside of the yeah, city. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not legal inside the city. Like if you would get, but it's pretty obvious because yeah. I've seen a number of them out of there. It's yeah, like, it, mm. like uh, we have a friend um, with the initial CV um, who got in the wrong car because he thought one of the hookers just wanted to. He thought he thought he was the best looking guy that she's ever seen. So he had gotten into a vehicle, and they were driving away off the strip, and he's like, wait a second, and he realized what was happening, and he was like, look, man, I am so sorry, can you just bring me back to my hotel, and don't kill me. And luckily, they were nice enough to bring him back without fucking him up. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Yeah, there's all sorts of scams out there. It's just... It's super, super evident. Um, Dude, I would have... And, like, you know, I... I have a unique look as far as my hair. Yeah. Dude, so many people coming up to me asking for party favors. Like, if they if like, they had party favors, like, party favors? Got you, I got some. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I, I'm good, man. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah, That well, I mean, it, because people go out there and they're wanting to party. Right. I mean, there's a whole market out there, I'm sure. 
Yeah, I was, um, I was just a little upset. Not a little. Uh, I was a little disappointed that like because the 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 you know I went with family and and some friends, but like I couldn't go into like caboose mode. Like I had yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I you know like if I went out with you and like a few of our friends, like you know I think it would have been a little better as far as like taking pictures, getting that, getting the stuff for the gram and shit like that, and promoting the podcast. But right. Um, you know, I just nah. yeah, act a little different around family. Well, it's more laid back. Yeah. Honestly, I was I, I was just thinking about it as you were kind of explaining it. Um, like, yeah, you know, what would I do to fill time? And unfortunately, like, I'm only got in a given week, I got maybe two really good drinking nights. Mm-hmm. The rest of them are not going to be oh, as good. You know, dude, what I, mean? I I took edibles there. Like I f- yeah. flew them out there and, and like oh, they didn't even No, dude. You, all you do is you you know, you get the gummies, right? Yeah, you yeah. just put them in a plastic bag and if they say anything, just say they're vitamins. It's like they can't tell. That's true. Yeah, there's no like, way for if them you to... try to hide it, that's when like it's like I just had like I literally had it just on my carry-on like right like as soon as you open it up, they would be there. Oh. And I was just like whatever, dude. Like they they just look like orange gummies like Yeah. You know, you can't tell me that's not a multivitamin or or whatever the fuck. That's true. Um, because like my brother had told me that he's like, dude, I started taking because he goes on trips for work and shit, and he's yeah. like, I've been taking them, you know, everywhere. Um, but um, so I, I was high most of the time I was there because I was like, dude, like, fuck it, man, I you know, I take an edible <laughs> and just walk around or, you know, was, do they have is is legal it legal there, there yeah, now? It's okay, legal there. but I I didn't want to like I knew it was I know it's legal there, but I didn't want to risk the price. True, yeah. Because it is pretty cheap around here. Yeah. Like, I got, like, three bags, like, the day before I left, three bags of edibles for, like, $25. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I brought uh, two of them to uh, Vegas, and I would just, like, keep popping them every couple hours and just stay high. And then yeah. I would drink. Like, they they did have uh, a unique little, like, they get, so they got those um, little, uh, like, pop-up what you would see in like an airport, like where it's just like a wall of like snacks. Yeah. And so we had one right outside of our elevator. Dude, the first guy we go up there. So there's there's um a there a little deal that is um they had it like two tall boys, um, and they had white claw. Um two tall boys and a shot. Like they gave you a little shooter mm-hmm. for seventeen bucks. Which I was like, okay, that's not that's terrible, not bad, right? No. Um, especially when you can get some some drinks when you're gambling too. To you know, you, so you don't have to pay for all of them. But right. Um, so I get the tall boy special, and I get in line, and I go, first fucking dude we buy from. He's got the name tag, and a lot of them have like where they're from. Fucking Sterling Heights. Really? Yeah. He fucking grew up on Van Dyke, like right here, like no. eighteen Van Dyke. And wow. I was like, holy shit, dude! Like, <laughs> it's fucking. <laughs> that's, it's wild. <laughs> I'm like, but like, it's funny because I was like, I go, why would someone put Sterling Heights? Like, no one knows where Sterling Heights is unless you're from Michigan. Yeah. Like, you know, like if you're anywhere in the world, like if someone says you're from Detroit, you kind of know where the area is. Yeah. You yeah. Say you're from fucking like Sterling Heights, Rochester, or wherever, like a metro mm-hmm. Detroit. Who, where the it's fuck a, is it's that? It's very specific. Yeah. Yes. It's like, oh wow. It's like, yeah, I'm from. I'm uh, from a little area called Centerline. Yeah. I'm just like, really, that's that's an odd. It's an odd pick. Yeah. So, uh, but it was it was kind of interesting that or funny that you need or you know whatever they're yeah. ironic. Yeah. So I I don't um I that that is on my like 
list of trips to take as soon as I get myself like. T was talking up. about doing going too. Yeah, like he was like, "When's the next time you want to go?" Because he want he wanted to go this past time, but he couldn't. Yeah, and I was like, "Dude, I'm kind of down whenever. I don't want to go as long as I did." Right, right. Um, if I would have left a day early, I would have been up so much money. And the oh the, really? The one day, dude. Like, oh, you gave it all right back. All right back. I dude. Uh, from Sunday to Wednesday. I would say midday. Mm-hmm. I was up, including spending money. Mm-hmm. Like, cause I I didn't use my my two goals were the of the the week were to not use my card, okay, and not use an ATM. Okay, and I accomplished both of them. So I was I was I was okay with losing the money. Yeah, but I brought a certain amount of money, and by Wednesday midday, I was up spending and everything. I was up six hundred bucks. Okay, and all then right. I lost it all the last day and a half. Uh. Um. Once once Dave got there, dude, I fucking just lost everything. <laughs> and he fucking uh, within like ten minutes of him being there, he fucking goes in high roller slot machine for some reason, puts a hundred bucks in and wins six fifty. Really? I'm like, God damn it, Dave! Wow. I'm like, good for you, but he's a mush, yeah, dude. He's he's, a, he's, he's your mush. He, he mushed the shit out of me. <laughs> everything I did, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. But, like, yeah, Wednesday morning, dude, I won, like, 1500 alone. Jesus. And, like, yeah, it was, like. On what? What was bl- it? Blackjack. I, oh, okay. Like, my dad was getting uh, my dad was getting all pissed because, like, my dad plays, like, 20 bucks here at a, at a time on slot machines. He'll do, yeah. like, either the penny or the quarter slots, and he's fine with that, right? But he, he, he was complaining that he, he wasn't winning anything. And so I took 20 bucks and I was like, Dad, sometimes you just got to put it in a random machine. So I put it, my $20 in a random machine, literally like the first fucking thing, I went 150 bucks. And I'm like, see? And so I cashed out and I went to the machine next to it and put another 20 in. Um, and I lost that. But I go, why don't you put the $20 in the machine I just won on, right? Mm-hmm. So he puts twenty bucks in that, loses all of it right away. Doesn't like doesn't even get like one extra spin, yeah. and like he's all pissed. So I fucking pull out twenty bucks. I'm like, here, you know, I told you to do that. Like, here, don't stop being pissed. But you know, he was worried about like everything leading up to the trip. And uh, as soon as he saw a couple of our friends, like he his attitude changed, and he realized everyone was there for him. So oh, that's good. Um, he he at least he had a good time. Yeah, or at least I think he did. Yeah, I mean that's not it's not a it it is kind of a uh there's there is you can you can have a chill time there. You don't have to fucking rage out. Like I remember last time I went I was 19 years old and I just saw some sites we were there for like 3 days and I think I saw a show. I saw like Andrew Dice Clay mm-hmm. as like we got like front row seats. Yeah. Um and that's something like if I go I'd want to figure like I remember that was that was something I wanted to do is like, all right, well, I can't gamble, I can't yeah. drink, so I'll just, you know, I'll sightsee and I'll, I'll, I'll watch a show that I want. When I get there, and it was like a week when there's just no one was doing anything, and I didn't want to watch Carrot Top. Mm-hmm. Like I had no interest. They, in watching they it. went and saw Carrot Top. My dad, really? my sister, brother in law, and my brother went and saw Carrot Top. They said it was awesome. Well, I don't doubt it. Just I, I just didn't like. I don't know. It wasn't like my, my right. thing. I wanted to see somebody like at the time. I think like Seinfeld was out there for yeah. a while. Like I was kind of hoping to like see like you know. There's times where like Chris Rock will go out there or something. And I was like, I would rather. And I was like, eh, Andrew Dice Clay is. I'll do that. That's yeah, fine. yeah. I've never seen a show there uh, as many times. I've been there probably seven times. Never seen a show. Yeah. I've, I went to one boxing match that we got comp tickets for, mm. and that was kind of cool. But um, yeah, never seen a show there. 
Um, but like, like I said, dude, like there are times in the day where like you either have to kind of stay in your room, go to the pool or gamble. There's nothing really else to do unless you want to just walk around. And you know, people, some people I was with were, were like, dude, like what else is there to do? I'm like, this is kind of it, man. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I know you've never been here before and like there is shit to do, but like you kind of either have to plan it out or like there is a lot of time to kill. Yeah. So. And they're not gamblers, so you know you kind of gotta part of part of part of the time killing is gambling. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. That's my thing with gambling is I just can't like I've gambled down in Detroit last few times, and as soon as I I don't I don't typically ever get beyond breaking even. I think I've only been up like a few hundred dollars at a time, mm-hmm. and I'll just walk away at that point. Like yeah. I don't because I don't I remember. I went to Greektown, and I remember it was a commission day. It was when I worked down there, mm-hmm. and I like but the parking garage I parked in was a Greektown parking garage. Yeah, now it's Hollywood Casino at Greektown. Oh, is it? They changed. Yeah. It? That's, I haven't. I been think down it's there. Uh, Danny G. I think owns it now. Oh, does he? So that, well, he yeah, he's always owned Greektown. Oh, did he? Yeah, like when I. That's why I parked there because okay. it was all part of the same thing. They they just changed the names around yeah. and all that. Um, so I remember I was like, all right, I'm gonna take. I think I took $1,000. I was like, this is going to be it. This is going to be my one that's, big... That's quite a bit of money. Gambling. But I was like, I'm going to I'm gonna gamble. I'm going to just... I'm going to make a solid attempt at it. I'm going to do a little bit of everything. And I did some blackjack. Uh, nothing. Did, and then I went to did some craps. I did the roulette. I did, I did like, everything. Because yeah. I don't typically... I'll usually do a few slots and maybe a little blackjack, and then that's it. And I was like, no, I'm going to see... And I'm going to get this out of my system, and I'm going to just do this and see if I walk away with anything. I walked away with nothing. I lost it all. And I was like, all right, I'm done. And ever since then, never really, other than a couple slot machines or a hand of blackjack, there was one night I I fucked up where I think I went to Motor City Mm -hmm. uh, about a year or so ago. Um, and I've never actually gambled at Motor City. I went and I sat down. I was waiting for someone, and I was like, well, I'll just sit at this blackjack table, and I didn't pay attention, and it was twenty five dollars a hand. Yeah, like I thought it was going to be five. No, you, you there the, like the minimum you'll find down there is probably fifteen. Yeah, it you was, probably won't find a ten dollar table. So I, I was, I was even basically. I'd lose a hand, I'd win a hand, lose a yeah. hand, win a hand, and I, but I wouldn't go big. Right, I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm gonna go. So it was, I think I ended up losing $25, but I killed, it was a perfect time waster yeah. for like, I don't know, half hour. Yeah, like I, um, I'll bring, I'll usually, if I go down there, I'll usually bring like only like two, three hundred dollars and I'll play blackjack, probably, to, probably average $25 a hand. Yeah. And just see how it goes. Um, I just, I can't stand, like I was sitting, um, playing at uh, New York, New York. You know, when I was in Vegas, I just can't stand like, especially it, it seems like it's when it's it's younger people and it's women that like don't know how to play. And like, I'm not going to tell you how to bet your money or how to play, but no. there is a certain way to play to give you the best odds. Oh, are they just hitting on 18? No. Type well, of shit. One dude hit on 17 and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, he's like, well, shit's not been going my way anyway. And I'm like, the fuck, dude? 
and <laughs> and like literally took the he literally took the dealer's bus card and like we were, uh. I just I got up and left right after. <laughs> but there's kids they're like I call them kids but they're obviously 21. Yeah. But they're like staying on 13. And like mm. staying on fourteen, and I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, they're, the dealer's not showing a bus card. Like, you're you're either gonna bust, stay in, or the dealers are gonna have a better hand. So you're gonna lose regardless if they yeah. stay in the game. So like, why not fucking take a chance and hit? Right. Because like the book, like if you if you go by the book, I think it gives you the best odds, and I think it's like 40, 48 or forty nine percent. It's just yeah. under fifty percent, and like so you gotta just. Like I've always it was always taught like look you you take your wins with your wins you take your loss with your losses you play the same way all the time and mm-hmm. you don't get emotionally invested yeah. once you get emotionally invested you're over because then you're chasing then you're yeah, you know yeah. you're playing with your heart not your you know not your mind yeah and um but yeah dude like or like they'll be you know I I see it with like middle aged women that are like oh my god I don't know what to do and like <laughs> like they're like do I hit do I stay and like you know like they'll like just be like oh, I'm too nervous I'll just stay the the, the part that I get tri- tripped up on though is the split is like sometimes I'm like oh do I should I so, split this so um you're always supposed to split eights but against yeah. a ten it's kind of a sucker play because you're expecting to get two 18s against a 20 so you're gonna lose so both hands this is all new to me what you just said well, I've never heard this before so not I'm not doubting you right. I just never like right so so like you're like they say like the book says to split an eight against everything because yeah. you have a 16 and it's more likely you're gonna get a better hand with two eights than than hitting on a 16 and busting right i see okay so but if you're against a 10 or an ace you're expecting them to have a 20 or a 21 yeah and you're gonna lose both hands then so it's gonna be you're gonna lose double the money right 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 so um things that you would split against would be like two through six if the uh dealers are showing two through sixes because those are bus cards uh you would never split a 10 um you know things like that is it, it's like like if if you if you always look at what the dealer has and expect them to have a ten underneath, the game is very simple. Okay. Because you're like if they're showing a six, you're expecting them to have sixteen, and you're you're expecting mm. them to bust shit like that. Like I see. You're you're always because I believe tens like with a six card deck, tens are a third of the card. Okay. So or face cards, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. um you you always expect them to have a ten underneath. So that's how you play the game and then you just manipulate your hand with you know, versus what you can see on theirs. Right, right. Uh, that's you know what? I'm thirty six years old, I'm just learning a good strategy for blackjack. I've never looked at it that, that but, way. But the cool I've f- known about like, hey, hit on up to like fourteen. You get like a fifteen. It's like ah, eh, you probably don't want to hit on. You're that. supposed to hit on. Uh, you're supposed to hit every time on fifteen and sixteen, unless the dealer. Oh, really? Shows, on unless, unless the dealer's shown a bus card. Really? But you can also surrender, and some some casinos like casinos in Detroit won't allow you to surrender. Yeah. But Vegas, they'll allow you to surrender. Like if you have a sixteen against a ten, um, you can surrender and get half your money back. Oh. So you just lose half your bet. Okay. So, um. You know, my brother likes to do that because at least it saves you a little bit of money. I just hit no matter what on sixteen yeah. on the, against the ten because who knows you could you could run into some luck, right? Um, right. But um, th- one of the cool things about it is most most dealers 
with blackjack are like you can ask them they mm-hmm. they will straight up tell you like oh that's a hit or you know you're supposed to double down or you're supposed to split and they right. will actually walk you through the game if you if you actually ask them oh really yeah i guess that makes sense they they, they want you to cuz if they if you're educated then you're more likely to keep playing that and you're, yeah. and like so um so when i was playing like 25 dollar hands right yeah. Um. In Vegas, uh, I'd play twenty five dollar hand. If you get a blackjack, it's uh thirty seven thirty seven fifty. Okay. It's three to two, so thirty seven fifty you would get back. So, uh, with the dollar or two two dollar and fifty cent chips, I would then for the next hand put it as a tip. Mm. So you can put your bet, and then you can put that on top of it, and that's for the dealer. So if you yeah. win, say if it's a two dollars and fifty cent tip, if you win, the dealer gets five bucks. Oh, I see. If they lose, the dealer gets two fifty. I got gotcha. you. So, um, it is for them, and um, you know, like th- that's why they will help you out, and they they don't want like most dealers don't want the table to lose, right? Because right. that takes away from their tips, you right. know. So if you're if you're up like, you know, hundreds or thousands of dollars, most likely the dealer's probably going to get fifty hundred dollar tip, you know. Yeah, that's well, that's a good point. Yeah, that's. Yeah, so they're emotionally invested, but the odds are still against you anyway. So the yeah. casino's still gonna win. Yeah, yeah. So I guess yeah, that's all right, now. You, I'm, now I'm equipped for when I finally do go. Now I feel like. But but the thing is too is like what I've always learned is, you know, if the table is cold, and you're losing hands, at, as long as you can survive that cold streak. Yeah. Like you don't want to. If you lost five hands in a row, that doesn't mean you're gonna win the sixth. Right. So if it's cold, you don't want to increase your bet because you want to just at least be able to stay in the game right. for when it warms up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah, it's gotta you gotta. That's the that's the magic of it. That that part I always understood of like okay, just survive what you can, and then when it turns around, that's when you're supposed to increase your bets and hope that it yeah. keeps. And the thing is too is like you know, a lot of people don't understand that. Um, Usually, not always, but usually if um, the way you win is if the table wins. Like, it's it's usually with the dealer keep like that busts and everybody wins. And, like, mm-hmm. so if everyone is winning and everyone's doing what they're supposed to do and hitting in the right spots and all that, um, usually it's a team win. Like, people, uh, like, most people, like, just try to win individually, whatever, and that's fine. But, like... I feel like most of the time, if if one person, usually it's just not one person winning. You know okay. what I mean? Sometimes it is, but like it's usually a table thing. Like most of, the, you know, yeah. Or the majority of the table is winning. It's not like sometimes. I mean, I've been at tables where I'm the only one winning and everyone else is losing, or I'm the only one losing and everyone else is winning. But you know, it's it's just. <laughs> It, like it really depends on what the dealer does. Like it's not like it's me versus you. And yeah. like I hate when people do that and they're like, "Oh well, you're getting all the hands and I'm not getting shit." Well, did she bust? Did you win? Then yeah. don't fucking complain. Like I don't get it. Well, uh, yeah. That, now I understand why you get somebody that's like hitting on a seventeen. Yeah, and they're like, like, "Just nothing goes my way." Right. And I'm well, like, I won't dude, everything go work with me?" Here. I'm like, "What the fuck, dude?" <laughs> like I literally looked at him. I'm like. Really, you're lo- you're looking for a four, <laughs> yeah. a four or less. He's like, listen, man, it's going to be my way or the highway. I'm going to be able to. I got to win this. I got to fuck. Yeah, those types of people. There's so I was I was thinking about this recently, unrelated, but it just reminded me where 
there's there's people out there that tend to bitch about everything, yeah. right? And this that's that's what made me remember this because that's a perfect example where they they're not happy no. unless they're miserable. Yeah, like they have to be miserable. And I think to myself, like, what is it that makes people want to act like that? And then it, it hit me probably over like the last couple weeks where it's like, oh, they don't want to deal like there's. It's a it's a great way to take responsibility off of them yeah. to fix themselves, like whatever their problem is. Maybe it's they, like playing the victim. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, if, you know, I, I don't have to worry about, maybe I drink too much, but, you know, I, instead of, you know, it doesn't, bother, it doesn't matter if I solve for that because the world's against me anyway. Yeah. So it's, and. I mean, my last name isn't Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. I was born to fucking lose. Yeah. Like, like, that's. <laughs> that's that's like their mindset, and they're just, they got to bitch and moan all the time because it, it's a distraction from the reality that, like, no, what is really bothering you is in your own fucking head. Yeah. But you have to find some external victim, and you won't be content until you find that. Right. Until you're victimized. Until you, and it's just like those people. I've, it, once I realized that, like, I kind of had. A general sense of it, but I wasn't able to verbalize it until, like I said, the last couple weeks. And I was like, that's, I gotta, like, there's, I gotta eliminate people like that from my life. Like, yeah. I gotta, or I gotta avoid it like the plague. Right. Because there's no solving for that. They no. just, all they will do is bitch and moan and complain about every, they're never happy about something. They always have to find an enemy. They always have to have, like, they always got to be like rooted in some sort of like no. What are they saying about me? Or they'll I got to know what they're saying about or, me. Or they'll be like, well, I guess I'm not. I'm not a good enough person. Or you're just a better person than me. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, did yeah. you ever get that one? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah, when yeah, you're, yeah. you're like, you know, well, you can look at it this way. Well, you're you're just a better person than me. I can't. I can't look at it like that. Yeah, like, and it's like, okay. no, you you can. You just don't want to do that because right. that means you have to take responsibility for your for your shit. You know, it's like the, 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 the same people that, like, will fester in their misery, like, especially with the internet. Internet fucking dramas are so fucking retarded. They will, people will perpetually be like, they'll hate somebody or a group of people yeah. that they don't want to fuck with. And maybe they talk shit about them or something like that. But then they'll go out of their way. I've, I've heard about this before, where they'll, like, go make alt accounts. So mm -hmm. they can like embed themselves in the group chats or whatever, or the in the Facebook groups and all this other stuff to hear like, oh, I need to know what they're saying about the me. burners. Yeah, and I'm like, why though? Like, yeah. who gives a shit? Like, if you know they're gonna talk shit to you, you want nothing to do with them. Let them be miserable and just move on right. with yourself. Like, why are you like, no, 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 I need to know. Like, you need to know what these people that you hate are saying about. I'm and, guessing it's not going to be good. And you probably don't know any of them in real life. Yeah, well, there's that too. Yeah. <laughs> there's that's that's the other beautiful thing about the internet. Before it used to be like in person only. Like I remember in high school it was like, "Oh yeah? Oh, I heard like yeah, I heard so and so said this thing about you." And you're like, "Oh, he's going to have to say it to my face then. I'm going to go find him. I'm going to say, "Hey, say it to my face. I heard you talking shit." But then it's like But now, then then you DM on AOL instant messenger instead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. where it started. Right, talking shit about me. Yeah, but now I'm gonna put something in my profile about you. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I read his, I read his profile, his AOL, his AIM profile. I had like a slight diss. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go beat him up. I was like, man, 
I smell pussy. Is that you, Scott Tangy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. Like, yeah. That's, it, it's, now you can just do it. It's like Facebook is a cesspool. Facebook, yeah. is, that's where all that shit's at. Like, there's always some sort of, like, and it's people like to be vague. And I. that's another thing. I can't stand like the open-ended fucking the vague posting about somebody like oh looks like like I can't to... I can't believe you would say something like that yeah and you're like and then everyone's like well, who are you talking about yeah and, and then there's like one person who knows and they're like oh you know preach you know oh yeah fuck them and you're like who are you guys talking about someone asks and they're like. I just don't want to put it out there. Right. I, just, I was like, what do you mean you don't want to put it out there? You just posted to everybody in front of them, uh, like, talking shit vaguely. Like, you're just, it's like. Or the posts that say, like, I just deserve better. Yeah. Like, like why? Like, yeah. what, what, what is going on where you think you deserve yeah. better? What's what's happening? Yeah. Oh, nothing. I don't want to get into it. Then why'd you put that out there? Or the worst ones, the worst ones, because, like, a lot of them are, like, just like one sentence. Yeah. The worst are, like, three paragraphs. Oh, and then yeah. you're like. That didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I had to read it all, and now <laughs> like, why are you upset? The I wish more people were more direct in calling people out. Like, I love it when all of a sudden someone will do a vague post, and then the person that they're talking about sees it, and they just come out with facts, and they're just like, you know, like, oh yeah, well I'm not the person who did this, 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 and this, and I'm like, oh shit, and I'm, I caught it early before it got deleted because they always delete yeah, it. Oh yeah, they always love to delete the book, but I love to get in there early and be like, oh shit, they just called them out. Looks like they're not so innocent. Oh dude, we know, we know, we know one chick, dude, that uh, she, she's uh, she's like flirted with multiple guys that I know, right? Yeah, and um. But she denies everything. Mm. Yet we have, we all have screenshots mm. of what she sent to these people, and like we're like, oh, so you weren't into this guy, but you have all these, like, you know, obviously we saw screenshots from him. Yeah, like it's just messy, man. Yeah, they, the <laughs> girls are the worst about it. I, but I expect it out of girls. Yeah, when I see dudes doing it though. I honestly, like, I lose a lot of respect. Like, as a dude, you don't, it, like, every now and again, maybe you can, you can throw, like, a little jab if it's a, it gets a joke. Yeah. But I, when they, when I see dudes getting invested about, like, with the vague posting, mm -hmm. it just, it's, I, I can't stand it. It's like, you're looking for too much attention. Like, there's something about it where, Girls thrive on attention. That's yeah. like that's their gasoline to keep them going, right? Guys are not supposed to do that. And there's so there's a few things that that guys do now as of like the last I've noticed more and more probably in the last like 5 years where it is the Facebook vague posting and looking for sympathy. Yeah. Like as like don't don't ever start looking for sympathy on Facebook. That's that's like the worst. And then um and I, we may have we may have talked about this too, but it's like guys that like overly straight guys. If you if you're gay, that's fine. Be flamboyant, enjoy it, live it up, you know. But straight guys, when they're like way too many accessories, or they paint their nails or something like that, because it's like girls do that because they want to attract attention. Right. But when guys 
are trying to attract unnecessary attention, it's disgusting. Yeah. Like, you're not, you don't need to do that. Like, who are you attracting? Because girls aren't going to hunt you down. Right. They don't do anything. Girls are the worst as far as, like, pursuing anything. Right. They are they they are the most passive people. They are the, the women on a, as a whole are the definition of letting life pass you by. That's what they do. They let life pass them by, and then unless something jumps out at them, they will never seize a moment. They are the worst. Don't ever expect a woman to go and take initiative in anything. I hate to put it out. So when you see a guy doing that, it's gross. It's fucking gross. Don't be a fucking loser and just let the world pass you by. That's for women to do. I'm sorry. We just I know I went on a fucking a tangent, but that that story I that, forgot what story we would It was that guy that you were gambling with. Oh, yeah. It was like nothing goes my yeah, way. And yeah. that's just opened up like this he is the quintessential example of that. Like he I bet he does all of those things I just said. Probably. All of those things. He probably, he probably, uh, like after he hit on seventeen, he probably posted on Facebook like nothing goes my way. Yeah, it's like oh, I thought I'd come out here and take a break. Looks like bad luck just chases me down. That one cloud over yeah. my head. Hashtag victim. <laughs> he's, you know, he is a victim. He's, he's <laughs> hashtag his, Vegas got me. He is, he is a fucking. This is, <laughs> this should be a fucking wrestling character. His name is Vic Dumb. That's what he, and he's just that. But his name is Vic Dumb. And he's just like a very dumb... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he always makes himself out to be an unnecessary victim. <laughs> like he just, He'll just be like, oh, I guess I'm going to cook food today. And he fucking just turns up. He'll, just, he'll go and like just build a fire and burn himself. And he's like, ah. He'll, he'll win the title and just be like, you know, I, I could have did this earlier. Yeah. It's like, a waste now. <laughs> yeah. Well, he wouldn't. He wouldn't allow himself to win, though. He would. He would purposely lose. Like he would be winning, and then he would do something completely. Like hit him stupid. with a chair or something, and be, get disqualified. Yeah. And just be like, well, I guess they're against me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess I can't do my moves now. <laughs> You're telling me I can't stab him with a knife? Oh, whatever. In the Indies, you could do this. Yeah. New Jack. Yeah. Whatever. Now you gotta. Yeah, they're always coming down on me, trying to box me in. That's Vic Dumb for you. That's. He's the newest entrant in the Royal Rumble next year. We we uh, uh Nate's got a character that's uh Oh really? It's the it, like he I think he told you the biker. Yeah, but we yeah, got yeah. a name for him. Oh really? Harvey yeah. David Sin. Oh, I like it. Like S I N. Yes. Harley Harvey. Oh Harvey. Yeah. Harvey yeah. David's. Oh, I like that. I like because that. Because he okay. he said Harley. I was like, dude, let's change it to Harvey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's a little different. Yeah. So yeah. Harvey Davidson will probably be entering our rumble next okay. year. I like this. Yeah. See, we're already we're already up two characters. We got Vic Dumb and Harvey <laughs> Davidson. Sin. Sin. David Sin. David Sin. David Space Sin. Yes. Harvey David Sin. Yeah. That's <laughs> It's like it's like James George David the Third. Three him. names. I need to get that guy. <laughs> I heard he's a good battle rapper. He is. He's the best. He crushes it. He's fucking killing it. Haven't you heard? <laughs> James George David the Third. I think he said that about fifty times. Uh, and just danced around him. <laughs> there's nothing better than somebody who's taking. Ch- there's nothing better than when somebody challenges another person. 
and person A who does the challenge is like super invested. Yes. And person B could give a shit less. Yes. <laughs> like he just doesn't care. He's just like that makes for a great rap battle. Oh, absolutely. Actually, any battle. Because then everyone watching, and then it's, you see the person try way too hard, and then everyone's like, yeah, but you're just you're trying too hard. Yeah. You gotta like... And then the other guy like just comes up with something stupid and catchy, yeah. and then uh, we're like, oh, you <laughs> killed it with two lines. And all you said was, haven't you heard? It's James George David III. Over and over and over again. <laughs> Huh. I'll never forget where I don't even know it's how your the, Babcock. Yeah. Like Cock, it's your Babcock. I remember when the solution somehow the conversation came up to record like a raps. Mu- yeah, raps at my house. And he like started blowing up somebody at like seven in the morning. You being like He started blowing you up at like six thirty mu- in the morning. I think and yeah. that was the day I came over. I oh, think that's I right. think and me and Nate came over. Yeah, yeah. And like you were like, dude, the solution's been hitting me up since <laughs> six thirty in the morning. Yeah. And I just didn't get back to him. He's like, Bro, I could have killed it. You're lost. And I was <laughs> like, I don't I don't know what you expect to do. I didn't know you were like Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like man my diamond in the rough i let go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i wonder if that guy's ever blown up yet i don't know it's been 15 it's gotta look him up the solution the solution um, that's that's another thing of like <clears throat> i was at the club the other night and um i noticed like i uh i saw song after song like there's some more, there were some recent hits and i say recent though with an asterisk on it because it was like the weekend. But these are songs that have come out like five plus years ago. Yeah. And um a lot of them are just like I don't know where new music really comes from. Like every now and again something will go viral like Lil Nas X a while right. ago. And I'm sure there's something Or like Bieber or something. Yeah, they'll, they'll come out of the but these some of these people have been around like forever. Well and it, I saw like they played Nelly's Hot in Here. And I'm hot like Hot in Her. Hot in Her. And I'm like, that's a 20 year old song. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, I don't, I know that there's people out there. I know there's like rappers and, and singers and all this shit, like, online, but they don't have like this national sensation right. around them because everything is so compartmentalized on the internet. Yeah. And so, and, and, and it kind of makes it a little tough where if you go to like a club or a party, like, there's good music out there, but it's. I, I can only imagine how difficult it's, it is to curate only new stuff because everything is in its own little box. So, like, um, you know, when I when I do a gig, like when I DJ and stuff, especially mm-hmm. like wedding, like I I like doing weddings, especially, um, or even like work parties because like I can play older shit, yeah, and it doesn't matter if I play anything new, and but like I only play new shit if i've heard of it yeah and that means it went viral like i don't listen to the radio i don't listen to new music like um like usually the new shit that i'll play is like something by like bieber or timberlake or like something you can dance to Mm -hmm. and there's not much that has come out in the last since pandemic yeah because even like the new new stuff that the new uh, quote stuff i play is like cardi b that came yeah. out a few years ago, or like you know, Nicki Minaj or or yeah. Drake or you know whoever, and it's still from like 2019 and prior. 
Yeah. Like, there's nothing in the last couple of years that I'm like, oh, yeah, like, let me put this on because it's a huge hit. Like, yeah. No, you're right. It's, they're really, I think since then, there's only like a couple, couple of things. There was a, maybe a Lizzo song. Yeah. Li, li, that was one I was going to say, like Lizzo. And like, there was a couple of years ago, there was a not, the uh, Lil Nas X had the follow up to Old Town Road where he's like humping the devil. Yeah, like that. That's, I don't even know that. I don't even know what the song is, but I, I just saw it on fucking Snapchat that he was humping the devil. <laughs> yeah, I've heard it. I can't. I, yeah, I don't know what it's called. It's not bad, but you know, it's like yeah. I don't know. Everything is just so compartmentalized in these little little scenes, and uh, as you know, it's not. There isn't everything is and everything's curated for the individual person, like with the algorithms, like YouTube and mm-hmm. even Spotify and and, and like Apple. Yeah, Music. with your daily mixes and shit. Yeah, like that. they just go off what you listen to and then they just serve you up other stuff. But it's it's you're, not everyone's hearing the same thing. And there is because like because like okay, like not to interrupt, but like when was the last time you listened to like nine five five? Years. Like it's I wonder what be. they play on there. It's pro. It's probably a lot of. Uh, it's got to be new shit. There's some new shit, but it's a lot of old shit. Last time I heard it, it was just a lot of shit from like early '90s, early 2000s. Really? Because especially r- like FM radio, young people aren't listening to FM radio. So what they want is they want to they want to play stuff that's guaranteed to catch ears. Right. And so they're gonna play classics. I mean, that was the thing even in uh, the '90s and the 2000s was that's why the rock stations were so huge mm-hmm. is because they played the same Led Zeppelin songs yeah. and the same fucking you know whatever like rock bands Van Halen and all Guns that and shit. Roses yeah, and shit like that. because that they knew that was going to guarantee people to listen. Yeah, and honestly, I think that was part of the things that kind of killed the radio star. Well, a little bit, but um, it's kind of what killed like the rock sound too. Is like number one, the general cost. It's, yeah, it's very expensive to have a rock band, but also like. I don't think I'm talking to my ass, but just my general opinion. Like, I don't think that um, they like be, like rap was easier to produce, and they were able to flood the market with all this new stuff since there was more to go out. And since like rock music takes longer, they just keep playing the old shit. Right. And people are like, "Well, I don't want to fucking pay for all this. Like, I don't want to. It's easier just to get like a bunch of Fifty Cent songs. Yeah. You know." But like yeah, like uh, I think as far as like new music today, it's usually only like country that like really goes yeah. like big because yeah. you know they have a following. I fucking hate it, but um, but like yeah, like I listen like if I listen to the radio, like like I have like in uh, in my bathroom, I have like a boombox that's yeah. fucking thirty years old, yeah. and I just put it like it's set to because it's still got the dial. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, I just have it on 105.9 or 105.1 The Bounce, mm-hmm. and like they just play old school rap and hip hop and R and B. They don't play anything new. Like the the newest thing they would play would be like a Drake song, but like still that's like five years old. And like I could see them like I didn't at, at the beginning when they first became a station. I didn't see them lasting more than like a year. Yeah. And now I think they'll never go away because no, there's no like. I always used to say, like, for um, the JLB Strong songs. Remember they used to have the Strong songs, and they would play a throwback of, like, Biggie yeah, or yeah. something? I go, dude, there's no there's no, there is no such thing as a Strong song anymore. At least yeah. it, now in 2023, de- there definitely isn't. Right. All the Strong songs are prior to probably 2015. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's the – here's this is the thing. 
they have become the oldie stations. Mm-hmm. Like when I was in when I was a kid in the nineties, I remember they my like my parents would sometimes put on like an oldie stations like OMC or something, and you'd hear stuff from like the Beach Boys, yeah, and all this shit from like the sixties, uh, Frankie Valley shit like that. That was from thirty years prior. Mm-hmm. That's the nineties for yeah. us. That's thirty years ago. Ninety three yeah, is thirty years. It's ago. crazy that. Uh, like, like someone put up a meme and, and this was a couple years ago, but like it was like um comparing like if Dazed and Confused was made now, it would be like two thousand two. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how yeah, that's how <laughs> much know. of a throwback it would be. Yeah. It's just a twenty year old thing. And I'll be honest, like I don't have I if somebody made a movie about the nineties, I could give I know there's a, been a few movies that have come out that have been kind of just centered around that concept. I have no interest in it. Yeah. I have no interest in real what are you gonna do? How, like, how do you cause cause the problem with the nineties was it was very the movies that were made at the time. So you gotta think of like the kind of the teen movies that were made in the nineties, yeah. like American Pie type shit. That encapsulates it fine. Like you're to if you remake that, all I'm gonna see is like it's going to be uh, an overly stylized American Pie type movie. Well, That's the only well, thing I can imagine the, of like the thing, doing 90s throwback. The thing is, is like you don't really necessarily need to do throwbacks anymore because like when they were doing throwbacks in like the 80s and 90s, the stuff they were throwing back from like the 50s and 60s, there was no cameras. Right. Yeah. They did, and so they, they had, had to the, depict the image of them. Now you can just go back and watch. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, that's how it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Because there's a definite issue of, like, you watch a movie from, like, the 60s or 70s. It's clearly from the 60s and 70s. Yeah. The camera, the colors are yeah. off. They're, like, they're not, if they're in color, depending. Um, and then, uh, yeah, now you could look, I mean, the way they remaster stuff now. Like, I saw uh, Jurassic Park. Uh, like a, a remastered mm-hmm. version of that, and it looks fine. Yeah. Except the honestly, what what finally doesn't hold up? Finally, the dinosaurs don't hold up because yeah. it's like it's now. Once you remaster it enough, you're like, okay, I, yeah. they kind of you can see the little flaws in them. Yeah, yeah. I was um, like, ah, the digital stuff wasn't. The, the quite only there. thing that I would like consider like to do uh like a throwback, not remake, but like a throwback movie like that takes place in like the '90s or something mm-hmm. would be. Um, to eliminate technology, to eliminate the the concept of everyone having a camera, yeah, things like that. Like like if I were to um, write like a gangster type movie or um, like a drug dealing type show or movie, I would place it in the '90s because it would be easier to not get caught. Yeah, because it was prior to everyone having a camera in their pocket. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there was a little bit of a viral uh, tweet. Let me see if I can find the little video. There's no sound to it, really. But it was a um, – there was a video that kind of went oh, – Jesus. Why? I'm trying to find it, and I just come – I'm scrolling through Twitter, and I forgot Twitter is what it is, and it's just some dude jacking it. And I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for at all. Um, come on, all Musk. Right. Come on, Musk. Clean it up. Um, so there was this video and I'm, yeah, I'm probably not gonna be able to find it, but it was somebody who, um, from like 2003 and they were in a high school. So they're probably our age mm-hmm. now. 
and they had a camcorder, and they were just filming in the school, like in the halls and stuff. I saw this. Yeah, it was from the nineties. It was because it said, uh, it said like what would, what it was like going to school in the nineties, and like the kids were like, yeah, where, they, like they like one dude had like a beater on and. Like they were go- like going yeah. through the hall and like yeah you could see a chick with a camcorder. Well, the one that the one that I saw was from 2003. It was specifically okay. from 2003, and it, it was clear as to as because it looked just like everyone we went mm-hmm. to high school with. And um, but it's, it's, it's same vibe. So it went a little viral in a way because there was all these people that came out of the woodwork talking about like how how like, you could say the f word. No, <laughs> no, it was kind of like shitting on it. Some people were getting so out of out of whack, saying it was like, "Oh, you could see the fascism in the of the times," and you're like, "What are we talking about here?" But so I watched this video that kind of broke down on like, why did it go viral, and why are these people coming out of the woodwork saying this dumb shit? And um, the point was made of like, people back then had a very like them looking at the camera. They were like, oh, this is a – they didn't have, like, a nervousness about them, about, like, oh, I don't want to get caught. Yeah. Like, to be a kid now in high school would be so crazy because you never know if you're going to be being filmed or not. Right. Where in the footage that, that was being shown, these people are like, oh, there's a camera. That's that's crazy. Someone's actually filming. But they're kind of just kind of relaxed about it because they're like, whatever. This is yeah. – now that I know it's there, but I don't walk around expecting my every moment to right. be watched. And the weight that that would hold, like, you're already insecure as a teenager. Like, right. you don't know. Everything is, is new to you. You're afraid to fuck anything up because everything is life or death in your mind. And then now to add on this other element of, and if you ever fuck up, it could be captured on video forever. Yep. Like, that is an insane amount of pressure to put on somebody. And that's why, the because the title was something like, oh, this... This 2003, this video from 2003 is just a chill vibe. And it just, it to, when I first looked at it, I was like, I didn't really see why I was, but I was like, oh, I get it. Because everyone isn't, like, on edge. Yeah. They're just kind of, like, walking through the halls and just making faces at the camera right. and just kind of waving high or whatever. And, uh, yeah, that's, that, there is something about having all that technology that is a burden. And I, now I understand why everybody kind of, like, especially young people take these extreme opinions and you're like, it doesn't even make any sense. It doesn't need to make sense. They just want, there's probably, I have a feeling a lot of people are just afraid to have the wrong opinion. Right. So they have to like say something and it just comes out retarded. Yeah. I mean, you you can look at like, even like, um, like our senior class, like, when we did like the fucking like quotes and like you have yeah, the student yeah. quotes and stuff, you, I mean, you could read like fucking tons of those and be like, dude, this shit is fucking retarded. Yeah. But like at the same time, like it, nowadays, like you said, like it would be so amped up because it was like, okay, well, yeah, if you say the wrong thing, wrong thing, now it can be recorded. Now it could never go away. Yep. Like there's times like, you know, I'm sure both of us have had like super humiliating points in our lives that mm-hmm. wasn't on camera yep. and it easily could be now oh, like yeah. like like fucking when we went to on St. Patrick's Day when I fucking fell down the stairs um you fell down the stairs like uh so we were in the that booth and then there was the the stage yeah, right yeah. next dude i i slipped and fell down oh, the I didn't stairs even know like that. That, and i caught myself on the <laughs> bottom step like i didn't like 
I didn't bust my ass, but like yeah. I did fall, and like no one saw. But you know, if someone has that on camera, man, I'll never live that down, right? Yeah, so, yeah. but like you do that something like that, like when when we were growing up and shit, like you didn't you had no worries, like because like whether whether the something that you did was true or false, mm. you could deny it. Yeah, but yeah, if yeah. it's on camera, you can't fucking deny it. Yeah. You're like, oh, and, you know, no, you did suck your brother's dick, bro. Job, it's on camera. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah yeah it's hard enough not to live it down just off of word and yeah, now there's like no 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 i got it right here let me pull it up yep no i do actually speaking of bro job i thought about that the other day and uh because like i don't know if we looked them up together or because wasn't he like in like san francisco or something with yeah a, with like a asian chick that looked like she didn't speak english yeah 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 so he is like the perfect example because I, I was thinking about this the other day. Uh, he is the perfect example of I got such a bad reputation in high school that I need to leave and yeah. leave everything behind, yeah, and start a new life because I guarantee whoever he is out there with his friends, girl, whatever, doesn't know about bro job. Oh, no, for sure, you know what I mean? For sure, like he completely well, left that behind. Well, the other thing is, is like. He's one of these people, like, if you, you hear that story on paper about, like, oh, yeah, this kid got labeled as bro job because the, the rumor was that he had, his brother sucked his dick or something. Um, and you're like, oh, man, that sucks. The kid was a fucking asshole. Yeah, like, he was this a douchebag. dude was a fucking tool bag, and it is, his brother's the one who said it. Yeah. So it's like nothing's adding up for you. Sorry, bro. Right. I, I can't feel too bad for you. If you weren't such a – like – We've talked about early episode. We talk about Jared. Yeah, and Jared, he was not the coolest dude, and maybe some some people may have picked on him. But he was nice. He was nice. He's a nice kid, and nobody wanted to see him really be picked on. You had to be kind of a piece of shit to pick on. Right. Like, I mean, there's, I I would like you know I wouldn't classify myself as a bully, mm -hmm. but like I I think it stands with everyone. Like and it, like you know. Everyone, I think, picks on somebody yeah. in high school. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, regarding on your status or whatever, there's always somebody that you think is lower than you that you pick on or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure you got picked on. I got picked yeah. on by somebody that thought they were, you know, whatever. And it, it just trickles down. I would never pick on someone like Jared because he, can't, like, there's certain people that you just can't help things. Like, yeah, he yeah. can't help the way he looks. He can't, you know, I don't know what his like yeah. his family financial state you know shit like that you just can't help it yeah but things like bro job where he could have been somewhat of a normal person but he was just a douchebag and an asshole and a dickhead and thought he was better than everyone and yeah that's where he got you know i mean i remember him shitting his pants in fucking elementary <laughs> school i mean dude like you have no reason to talk shit about anyone when you're wearing like Wearing fucking Chippendale underwear well, and shitting yourself. Well, that was like his whole angle. Is like he was a smart kid. He went to like the smart schools. Like he mm -hmm. would get chipped out of our school to go yeah. to a smart school half the day. To that, and, like MIT or whatever. Yeah, and was he called. was like he he just clung on to that. Be like, well, I can just be people can hate me, but I'm gonna be smart and I'm gonna be rich and blah blah blah. And maybe he is, but it's like, are you actually happy though? Because you're kind of a fucking asshole. And I bet he's a, still a fucking asshole. Yeah, like I'm sure because. He just, because he's justified in that. Kind of goes back to what I was saying, where like he's justified in, well, everyone treats me like shit anyway, so I can act like a piece of shit. Right. And it's like if nobody treated him like shit, I bet he's still a fucking asshole. Right. I bet he's a worse bully 
then he could say other people were to him. And I, I, because I, I don't know when I thought about this. It might have been when I was in Vegas because, uh, you know, just being on the West Coast and I know he lives out there. Yeah. Uh, but it would just be funny if someone ran into him mm. out, I, I believe it's like San Francisco <laughs> or something. Yeah. And they were just like, bro job? And like, <laughs> then it followed him and it would just be fucking funny. <laughs> but like, he is like the per- perfect case of like, fuck man like my reputation here is so bad like let me go on the like literally the opposite side of the country and start a whole new life (laughs) well listen i think we get when we get to bro job i think we know what time it is what time it is it's game time it's game time i think we've 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 brought it full circle (laughs) that's how you bring it full circle so i think that's uh one of these days, maybe we, maybe for TwitchCon, I'll go to Vegas and I can live it up. Maybe we'll run into bro, bro job, and I can stream it and I can be like, "Hey, we can go see Doctor Derek again." We can see Doctor Derek. That'd be kind of cool. That that'd be an extra little bonus. dude. Uh, um, I guess I had just missed by like hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin as well. Really, he was out like he he was out there for a couple hours. Like I wow. I don't know if he had like a um connecting flight or something but he was only there for like a day uh doing something and i missed him by a few oh, hours shit. but i haven't seen him since western so yeah uh, no, i even told derek i was like you know like i mean it, i have nothing against kevin but yeah. it's, it, there's probably a reason that we haven't seen each other but like yeah. like i was like man i would have liked to have a drink with him and just catch up but no for sure um but yeah um i guess uh look out for what are we doing? What are we promoting? I think I think this I think this is coming out first. This okay. is gonna, this is gonna come out first. Then we got a double shot yeah. of Bunga. Yeah. How Bunga dude. Uh, it's a two parter that's gonna be hitting you in the face. And then there's there's no a new episode of Legends Layover this week. We'll be back at it next week. T's on set. Okay. Uh, couldn't record today. Um I'm sure the sixty four bits of love is right around the corner. Yeah. Uh we had um our lovely young lady had a um a bit uh, of emergency yeah, yeah a little so. little bit of a, a family thing that came up uh you know prayers go out to her family um but um what else we're the 64-bit legends you got yes. the twitch channel yep um dude i got a series coming okay 64-bit legends special it's gonna be like a five or six part ep- uh, series okay i hope you guys enjoy it it's something way out in the left field but i feel like it's good the people that have heard about it are excited about it i'm oh, yeah. excited about it um but like i said it's a little little out there so you know it's gonna be some bonus get yeah. some, some extra bonuses for you so don't think just because there's been hiatuses and all this other stuff. We got shit coming for you like you wouldn't believe. Yep. So just hold on because you're going to fucking get it right in your face. Yep. All over your face. Yep. You're going to need a fucking washcloth to wash it off. Um, but until next time, I am Bobby Caboose. This is Melvin Troy. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us everywhere. Subscribe, like, do whatever you want. Click all the buttons. Click all the buttons. Check out the Legends Layover. Um What you gonna do, brother? <laughs> I don't know. What you gonna do?